0: You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. Father, we thank you for yet another podcast episode. And we thank you that you are breathing on every single word of this podcast. And you are causing my words to come alive in the hearts of every single listener. Thank you that this is a right now word for every single person that's tuned in. And so as I'm speaking, Holy Spirit, feel free to drown out my voice and speak what you want to say to every single person that's listening. We just completely yield to your agenda, Father. Your agenda for this podcast, your agenda for the year, your agenda for our lives, your agenda for our day. And we thank you that you are doing exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask, all we can think, all that we can dream according to the power that works in us, your power, the power of your spirit. And so we are expecting amazing things because you're an amazing father, in Jesus' name, amen. So today's podcast is gonna be A little bit of a a shift from last week, right? Where the last episode, where we were jumping into really what the Father was speaking for 2021. And I I say it's a, a departure from that, but I also think it's related. The title of today's episode is called Who's Your Source? And I want to talk about how most of us, whether we realize it or not, have looked to things in our lives besides the Father, besides Jesus, to be our source. And when I say our source, I mean our source of life, our source of everything, our source of existence. And one of the reasons I feel like this message is so near and dear to my heart is that when you go through Emerge, we take you through really a three-month encounter with God. We lead you into many encounters to answer what we call the five big cues of life. And those questions, the five big questions of life, are who is God? Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I headed? And how do I get there? And my personal answer To that first cue, who is God, is the reason why this particular message is probably so near and dear to my heart. Because my answer to that question, who is God, is God is my inexhaustible source who supplies anything and everything I need to experience the fullness of who he is and manifest the fullness of who I am in him. And I'm sharing that because one of the, the cool things about getting your answers to the five Qs, getting your own personal answers for those, and especially that first question, who is God, is that your answer to that question is not just about who God is to you, but it's an insight into the revelation. Of God that you carry. And my particular answer about God being the inexhaustible source who supplies anything and everything that we need to experience the fullness of who He is and manifest the fullness of who we are in Him is what this podcast is about today. Because until God becomes your source, and really your only source, you will live an inferior life. Because every other source is an inferior source. There is no other source that was created to be your source. You were designed to have the Father be your source. You know, he is the vine, we are the branches. In other words, he is the source. He's the source of our existence. Apart from him, it says in John 15, we can do nothing. Meaning apart from him being your source, you can do nothing. Now, the reality of it is, is that it's not like we can't operate apart from our source. Because the truth is we can plug in to inferior sources. We can get our life from things that are not God. They're called idols, scripturally, and I don't recommend it. But the truth is, the Christian maturation process is the process of unplugging from every other source but God. Real spiritual maturity looks like abiding in the vine, It looks like staying in that place of union with God where he is living his life through you, where Jesus is expressing himself through you. You are the vessel, you are a temple, you are the branch. And he is the source. And there is fruitfulness that comes through our lives when he is in that position. And so inferior sources in our lives look like a lot of different things. They look like spouses. (laughs) They look like bank account balances. They look like job titles or worldly success of some kind. Or it can even look like a label on your tennis shoe or a brand of car that you drive. It's a source of identity It's a source of esteem. It's a source of pleasure many times. I mean, it can be all kinds of things. And the pruning process that Jesus is talking about in John 15, I want to kind of pull that into the context of source today and present a concept here that the pruning of the father, the gardener, is all about removing inferior sources from your life. You know, a lot of times I've heard teachings about pruning and things that come out of John 15, and they're, it's like they're painful. Like, oh, God's pruning me. It's so painful. But pruning is actually a very pleasurable process because it's like, I don't know, Uh, If you've ever had anything that felt like dead weight that you were carrying, but it's heavy, it's not useful, it's, you know, sucking the life out of you, right? It's like this branch that's sucking the life out of you that, that it, it feels good when it gets off of you. Have you ever been around someone, and this is not maybe the nicest analogy, but it works in this context, Of where they just suck the life out of you? It's like the life force just got sucked out of you because you were around them. Maybe they're, you know, overly needy or completely insecure. You know, how many times you tell them, you know, I love you, I like you, blah, 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 blah. They just don't believe it. And you just feel drained after being around that. Well, there's two things I would say about that. That feeling of being drained is... And and getting rid of that feeling is what it feels like when God prunes something off of you that is an inferior source. But secondly, I also want to say that when you're around someone that is draining the life out of you, it's because they're making you their source. You're their source of love. You're their source of acceptance. You're their source of self-esteem in some way. And that's how it feels when we have an idol, when we put somebody in the position of idol in our life. I mean, there's a whole, gosh, probably 20 podcasts I could do on getting people out of the position of being your source, coming off of people's opinions and needing people's approval in order to be okay in your own skin. And maybe I will at some point. But today I just want to release the impartation and the revelation that, number one, the maturation process is a pruning process where God is going to set you free from getting your life from inferior sources. Because the reality of it is, is that none of those other inferior sources are life. Jesus is life. He is the resurrection, and he is life. He is the life giver. He is the one that brings every dead thing in our heart, every dead thing in our life, back to life. There is no other source of life. When the Father created Adam and Eve, back in the garden, and he breathed, into Adam, the breath of life was the source of Adam's life. The breath of life is the, one of the names of the Holy Spirit. Life, true life, is found and experienced only in the personhood of God Himself, who is life. And so, if you're hearing what I'm saying today and understanding what I'm saying today and that the the process of spiritual maturation is coming off every source that is not God, I want you to then take you into the next part of really what I want to share, which God is also the source that gets you onto him as your source. In other words, you can't prune yourself. A branch needs a gardener. A branch needs someone to come and get the dead weight off of them. And so it's not this idea that should condemn us. The idea of being set free from inferior sources and needing the Father to be a gardener in our life, to get the dead things off of us. In fact, it's the way it's designed. It's, it, we are not designed to even be our source of setting ourselves free. This is truly a work. Of the Holy Spirit. He's called the spirit of truth. And I love the scripture in John that talks about that when the whole Jesus was talking about this, he said, when the Holy Spirit comes, he said, he will lead and guide you into all truth. It says whatsoever he, he hears, that shall he speak. And it says another place it says, and he will Show you the truth that sets you free, that the truth that you know will set you free. And I know I'm combining a couple of scriptural concepts with that, but it's, it's worth combining. Because what I'm saying is that this pruning process, this maturation process, this, this letting go of every ins- inferior source is the work of the Holy Spirit. And it is a process of illumination. It's a process of showing us the truth, of leading us and guiding us into the truth. It's like turning the light on so that you can see something that you couldn't see until the light came on. That's what the Holy Spirit does for us. He turns the light on so we can see, oh, wow, that's a source (laughs) that is not you. And allows us to come into agreement with the truth, to know the truth. And that sets us free. And so if you're like me, if you're not like me, you're going to get a revelation before the end of this podcast. But if you're like me, the Holy Spirit is pretty clear about the work that he's doing in my heart. And I think that that is also part of the maturation process. Part of it is just being able to hear God, hear God on demand, hear God clearly, so that we can cooperate. And when we do cooperate with what the Holy Spirit is showing us and participate, like we're a student in class learning of him, it accelerates the whole process. It accelerates the growth process. It accelerates the pruning process. It accelerates the unplugging from inferior sources process because you you are an active participant in the class in the learning and the growth process. And so for me, I'm usually very very aware of what the Holy Spirit is in the process of setting me free from. And I can share with you that over the course of my walking with him and hearing him clearly, there have been times when it was a much longer process. Than I would have liked. And I can also. Describe to you. A little bit about that process. Based upon that experience. And I'm going to use a very practical example. I. Had a particular. Problem in my life. And a source in my life. That really was programmed into me from the womb, honestly. Uh, It was a fear of other people's reactions. You could say other people's opinions. You could also maybe say other people's rejection that I really struggled with, not by necessarily any fault of my own. Uh, There were you know, I'm adopted. There were some things that happened uh, in the womb. Uh, And as a result of it, and then early childhood experiences as well, that made other people's reactions dangerous. And as a result, I really subconsciously grew to be a person who could be manipulated by other people's emotions and other people's reactions. And the way that showed up in my life was that it hindered my ability to freely follow God. It caused me to do things to keep other people happy and not do things out of fear of what reactions it might cause with people and ultimately really hindered my ability to fulfill the call of God on my life and just live from a place of wholeness in Christ. And I would love to say that that was a quick win, (laughs) A quick pruning. But the truth is, it's been quite the journey for me. But I also can say that it's been a necessary journey because in the process, not only has the revelation set me free, not only has this pruning enabled fruit to be produced through my life, But it has been an integral part of who God has called me to be. The deep revelation and understanding of human opinion, of human paradigms, of human perceptions, of how human reactions operate, has enabled me to lead many other people into freedom and prepare A whole lot of people to dismantle systems and operate independent of them because of that process that God took me through. Now, without going deep into the revelation of all of that, I'm sharing that example to say that the Holy Spirit is brilliant. And everything in our life that hooked us up to inferior sources is, on the flip side of the pruning, one of our greatest strengths. And if we are willing and open to partner with the Holy Spirit... Each of us has one or more kind of maybe more prevalent inferior sources, (laughs) you know. Um, Not everybody hooks up to the same inferior sources, I guess is what I'm saying. But if we will partner with the Holy Spirit to learn and grow and Receive the revelation that he's wanting to open our eyes to see, it is a glorious process. Freedom feels amazing. And it's one of those things that when you haven't been free your whole life, most of the time you don't even know you need to be free. Many, sometimes you do because the consequences of whatever you're not free from are pretty intense. It can be. But a lot of us have been, we just it's just normal. We've been hooked up to these things for so long, it's the only thing we know. It's kind of like, you know, Neo in the Matrix. All you've known is the Matrix. All you've known is this false life. And you you don't really know what eternal life, what, what true life actually is like. But Jesus came to undo every single source that would keep us in a false version of life. And here's the thing about false versions of life they're never actually satisfying. they aren't the real thing. It's like eating a plastic apple it, it It doesn't satisfy it doesn't doesn't give you nourishment it doesn't give you leave you feeling full and alive and in you know energized it eventually you feel Something's off. It's sick. I mean, it's just not what you imagined. And you can learn these things the easy way or the hard way. I can tell you I wasn't always, I'm not really the easy lesson person, right? I I always tell people by the time I surrendered my life to God, I had tried it all. Some of it many, many times (laughs) to find what I was missing where I was finally going to feel good, where I was finally going to have arrived, where I was going to, you know, feel confident, whatever it is that, that you know, you're lacking, however that shows up for you, you know, it shows up in the quiet times. It shows up when you're not feeling joyful, right? It, it, it shows up in your opinions of yourself. It shows up in a lot of different ways, but That thing that you think will finally give that to you is what I'm coming after in the podcast. You know, people come to do work with me in Emerge, which is kind of like an accelerated pruning process in many ways, with all kinds of inferior sources. Sometimes, you know, if they don't have X, you know, it's just like they're going to die. For some, it's a spouse. For some, it's children. For some, it's you know, their marriage being saved. For some, it's a divine healing. For some, you know, I, and again, it's not that any of these things are wrong in and of themselves. In fact, many of those things are the will of God. For some, it's just their purpose. It's their destiny. It's the vision God has given them. But if, if they don't have that, it's, it's like life is, is, something's, you know, wrong, And the reality of it is, is that none of those things is ultimately going to give them the thing that they think they lack. Now, I can say this to people, but I'll tell you what's the hardest thing. Is to watch people get that and have to learn it the hard way. So they get the thing that they think is it, and then they find out it isn't it. Sometimes that's the way we have to do it. Like I said, in my own life, I had, to, I, had to, I had to try a whole bunch of things before I got that Jesus was it, that I wasn't lacking anything, that the source of life that I was seeking was inside, that his name is Jesus, that it's a person, that I have a father that defines me. And so all of these inferior sources ultimately... Don't do it for us. And so here's what I guess I'm ultimately wanting to share with you today. When the Holy Spirit says that we serve a jealous God, It's not because he's just jealous for us like a lover, although I I think that there's some, you know, maybe merit to that. It's his fierce love for us that drives him to come after those inferior sources because not only are they not life giving, they are death giving. They are bondage making. And he is after the manifestation of the freedom that he poured out his own blood for you to have. He is after the manifestation of your full expression. In him. He wants you to experience the fullness of who he is. The fullness of what Jesus has accomplished. And he wants you to manifest the fullness of who he created you to be. And so, beloved, I just feel like I'm supposed to share this on this podcast today to give you some insight into what may be driving your dissatisfaction and what the Holy Spirit might be trying to get your attention about so that you can begin to recognize an inferior source and partner with the Holy Spirit to get set free from that. You know, the thing about idols and the thing about inferior sources is that we're deceived. We actually believe that that inferior source is a source of what we need. And so what my prayer is, as you're listening to this today, is that that deception will fall off of you. That like the Apostle Paul on the road to Damascus when the light shone around him, that scales ultimately would be released off of your eyes. Remember, when he was prayed for, scales fell off of his eyes and the deception fell away. You know, last episode, the first podcast of the year, I was talking about This blinding light that was shining. And I was talking about this expansion of your spirit, man. And this deception is a part of that. This expansion is about expanding beyond deceptions. And... Seeing inferior sources so that the fruitfulness that you are destined to partner with God to produce can come forth. So, beloved, I'm going to pray. Father, I just thank you right now that scales are falling. I thank you that blindness is being healed. That, this, that the God of this world, who was blinded those who don't believe is right now having to flee. That the light is shining so bright, even now as I'm praying, that there is no going back they can't unsee what you're showing them. They can no longer hide in the darkness, connected to a source of death. And I call them out of that space into the place of abiding and getting their life from you, getting their needs met from you. And I declare that they are becoming self-sufficient in your sufficiency, that you are their source, their only source, even for experiencing the fullness of who you are. And manifesting the fullness of who you've created them to be. And so I release this over every single listener now. And I thank you in advance for the full manifestation. I see it, I celebrate it, and I declare it so. In Jesus' name, amen. We went a little deep today, guys. But you know what? I know that I know that I know that I know. That if you're listening to this right now, it was absolutely, exactly the right word for you right now. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Shalise's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit shalise.com, where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalise's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose He created you for, then visit us at Shalise.com and watch Shalice's free training, where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.